live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Honor um, from Maricopa County, I do have one other issue I, I need to raise before the court, and that is that there's a substantial number of exhibits associated with the declarant Shelby Bush that uh, unlawfully publish um, s- signatures and other personal information in violation of Title 16-168-F. And I would move this court at this time to place those documents, those proposed exhibits under seal. All the documents produced and attached with the Shelby Bush affidavit have had all personal identifying information redacted from them. So there is no PII that we need to be concerned with in that matter. Uh, with respect to Shelby Bush's declaration. And so in that regard, Your Honor, we prefer they not be sealed. In public records law, I cannot strike something. I can only seal it. And so sealing it is not going to do anything uh, to destroy the information. It will just preserve the privacy. And I'll grant the request then, so we'll seal the affidavit of Shelby Bush and Tab C pursuant to 16168F. So, Your Honor, just to be clear, it's it's the um, exhibits that are associated with Shelby Bush's declaration. So all those, specifically the signatures of the voters that render them susceptible, well, vulnerable to uh, voter ID theft, to ID theft. What you're asking for is the affidavit plus the attachments. Thank you, Your Honor. That's correct. And, and Your Honor, if I just may one last time, is. There is no uh, potential voter theft just because all the PII has been removed. And we think that the public needs to see. The public needs to be aware of how Maricopa County is conducting its elections, Your Honor, and, and uh, that, that's our position. Okay. Well, that's part of the point of the hearings, but neither none of this has been briefed, and I have an oral motion simply to protect voter information so I can either err on the side of caution and grant the request or take your word for it, Mr. Blem, that there's no harm, no foul, and leave it out there. I'm going to err on the side of caution and protect the information so that the voter information is not disclosed. However, it is fully part of this case and can be used by the parties in their counsel. So, my ruling is going to stay the same on that. So the schedule on motions to dismiss, they will be filed by Thursday at noon. The unified response to all three motions, if there are three filed, will be due on Saturday. And that would be Saturday at noon. And then the replies would be separately due on Sunday by 5 p.m. So that's the schedule for the motion to dismiss then for um, the 19th I'll set oral argument on the motion to dismiss and I'll set that for nine o'clock in the morning and that'll be for two hours with an hour on each side and then the uh, hearing it's it referred to in the statute as a hearing, so I'll set the two-day hearing December 21st and 22nd, uh, beginning at 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. on the, each of those two days, with the time being divided equally between the two sides. 
So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is what happened in court today with Carrie Lake and uh, not Katie Hobbs. Guess who you did not see? You did not see Katie Hobbs. You did not see Katie Hobbs anywhere in that video. I wonder why. Coward Katie Hobbs. Of course, there's this whole story of I couldn't get in. What do you mean you could not get in? First of all, it's virtual if you needed it to be. Second of all, I'm hearing these stories of people not being able to get into the room because the room was already full. What are you talking about? Coward Katie Hobbs not showing up. The judge setting a time frame of this Thursday uh, for it to be, you know, in writing on a motion to dismiss. That motion will be have oral arguments on the 19th with an hour on both sides. And then, of course, a two day hearing set for December 21st and December 22nd. Now, some people are like, well, wait a minute. Who's going to be watching or listening to the hearing on December 21st and December 22nd? Well, it's really not about who's watching or listening because we have very limited time to make sure that Katie Hobbs is not actually sworn in as the next governor of Arizona. So time is of the essence here. So, I mean, I at least applaud that. Uh, But I do not applaud the very first part of what you heard with the judge sealing the... um, the affidavit of that uh, of, of Shelby, I can't remember the last name there, um, sealing that affidavit. Why? Why do you want it sealed? Well, we want it to protect voter information. Well, the, the, the attorney for Carrie Lake said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. There's no privacy. There's no voter uh, information there that, that you would be able to see. It's all redacted, so it doesn't matter. And the judge says, well, I'll have to uh, you know, err on the side of caution here and go with the, go with the uh, uh, Maricopa... Uh, district attorney here, I'll have to decide with them on the air of caution, on the side of caution, uh, because I'm just taking your word for it. Well, what do you mean you're just taking my word for it? I'll show you evidence. Whatever I got to show you to show you that this information has been redacted. We've got to have this transparent, and it's got to be as transparent as possible. Of course, the judge did not side with that. However, did set dates moving forward, so we will see this, uh, we'll know where this goes forward by December 22nd, by the evening of December 22nd. But again, Katie Hobbs, nowhere to be found. Katie Hobgoblin, being like a, uh, being like the, um, what is that, uh, what's that creature on Lord of the Rings, Gollum, that used to be a hobbit? That's Katie Hobbs. That's Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is a hobbit that had the ring for too long and became Gollum. So she was a no-show. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, also Sonny Borelli, State Senator Sonny Borelli, he also filed a lawsuit and filed this lawsuit, um, Sonny Borelli and Mojave County, Arizona voters file a lawsuit against Katie Hobbs and Maricopa County officials claiming fraudulent midterm election disenfranchised voters. Every county can do this. Every county. And this is what the Democrats do. The Democrats flood the flood the courts with lawsuits. And that's something that we've learned over the last few years to do as well. But but with merit. I mean, we're not just flooding with lawsuits like the Democrats do to hold it up in court. We're actually flooding it with lawsuits that actually hold water. So big shout out to Sonny Borelli. Big shout out to Mojave County, Arizona voters. Big shout out to Cary Lake and everybody out there fighting to the end, just like they promised. All you can do is do your best to fight to the end. That is it. Everything else is in God's hands. Okay. We are not in control of any major situation like this, but we can follow that lamp that light that God puts on our narrow path so that we can see the path that we're on while we're fighting. Amen. Big shout out to all of you. Thank you for joining. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. And what an honor it is to do this job. Thank you so very much. Uh, As you can see, decked out in the Rumble gear. Thank you, Rumble, for sending us some merchandise. Jeremy, please make sure that Corn Pop is okay. All right, will do. How you doing, Patriot Donnie? Good to see you. Everybody, good to see you. I see, let's shout out some people. Amanda Collins is in the building. By the way, Amanda uh, Collins made some awesome, 
Awesome. Uh, take anywhere you go. Trump, bear, coffee mugs, which is a very limited supply, if they're not all gone already, on JeremyHarrell.com. Uh, Kristen says, how many rumbles are we at? How many rumbles are we at? Well, let's look. Right now, I am showing that we are at 579 rumbles. We have never made 2,000. And no other show has ever made 1,200 here on uh, LFA TV. So all we got to do is make that happen, and we take over the top 10. At least the top 15. You know what I mean? Uh, Love Bug is in the building. Suzanne 15 is here. Brown Sugar is here. Kathy Cappy, I tried to listen, but I needed a code. Oh, needed a code. Yeah, I know. I heard a lot of people saying that. Uh, Dandy Rob says, we love and appreciate you. Jeremy, well, I love and appreciate you too. God bless you. We've got Majogo putting on the $2 choo-choo train. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so very much. Tori, 1334. FL Girl is in the building. How you doing? And Carol, how are you? Cindy Lou, who is in the building. And MK. So many great, wonderful people. God bless you. Folks, let's go to the Lord right now. Because uh, we got a great show lined up for you. And we want to start it out the right way. We talked about that lamp lighting up that narrow path. I think we're going to get into that right now. December 13th year of our Lord, 2022, growing in grace is all about transformation. Not from a boy to a girl or from a girl to a boy. We're talking spiritually here, ladies and gentlemen. Becoming more like me. This is a glorious adventure and an awesome privilege. Yet, it is also painful at times. Cling to my hand, walking with me in trusting dependence along the path that I have prepared for you. My word is a lamp to your feet and a light for your path. Amen. Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Super powerful there. And Romans 8, 29, those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his sons, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Romans 8, 29. And before you turn out that light tonight, take my word with you as your lamp in the darkness. A lot of this um, <clears throat> coincides and ties in with the, the morning's uh, newsletter that we had today, and as well, the Rise Up show. Now, I know Rise Up is a little early for a lot of people, especially if you live out west, but if you can find the time to watch the show at any time during the day, I definitely suggest it, and if you don't want to watch it or don't have time to actually sit down and watch, you can definitely take it with you wherever you go by downloading the LFA TV app, and you want to know the great thing about the LFA TV app? Watch this. Here it is right here. You go to it. As soon as you bring it up, watch this. Boom, there it is. Right there. I'm on that quick. And anything that is live will come on. Or if it's not live, it will be in a, um, it'll have a, like, a, like a playlist that it'll run through of the daily show. So you can take it with you. Or you can even listen to the audio podcast on LFATV.us and also JeremyHarrell.com. Come. So, ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats. Let's get into the Lord's Prayer. We have to ask that the Lord blesses this podcast, that he blesses this network, that he blesses all of you. And we do that by thinking of the cross and what happened on that cross while we all in unison say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we say, Amen. Nothing better than being able to do that with all of you again. You can also watch on Roku and Fire Stick as well. And if you have True Social, you can literally watch it right from Truth if you follow us there at LFA TV, uh, realjeremyherald.com as well, or Jeremy Harrell as well. All right. First and foremost section, please lift up your cups. Let's get right to it. 
Jeremy, I tried to get my mom to watch your show. Can you watch it on Android? Yes, you can. Just go download the app. It's LFA, and then put a space, and then TV. Download it. Boom. There it is. You got it right there. All right, here we go. First and foremost, Republicans, mainly the GOP, they fear that Trump will cause basically an internal civil war that could cost them 2024. Now, before that's the headline. Before I get into the actual story, let me just say, yeah, that's the point. You're not going to take the wins anymore. Mitch McConnell, we would rather you lose than prevent MAGA from getting the second term that it rightfully deserves, period. Same thing with you, Kevin McCarthy, all of you. I guarantee you that your side will end up folding before our side. You can call it radical if you want to. You can call it DVE if you want to. But I'm going to tell you this. There is no way that any movement, even of this size, can take over one of the major political parties without a little bit of rough and tough back and forth, black eyes and bruises. But one of the two is going to happen. Either GOP is going to cave to MAGA, and MAGA will then be the new uh, Republican Party, much like it was from 2016 to 2020, but without the riffraff this time, or MAGA is going to cave to the GOP, and we will always be stuck with these uniparty rhinos that we've always had. I want your honest opinion in the chat. Do you think that even given the other side and where we are in our life and, and how close we are to complete communism, I understand the risks. I'm not saying that I don't. I do understand the risks, but I want to know in the comment thread, and we'll pull up the rumble chat here, do you believe that we have to make a stand here and completely continue to take over the Republican Party? Because they know how big MAGA is. They know they can't win without MAGA, and they know that we can't win without them. So somebody's going to have to give. We've talked about this over and over and over again. Let me pull up the rumble chat here, and let's see what the people are saying, because I really truly... um, I truly am uh, interested in what you guys think about this because I think it's time to take a stand with this party and I think it's time to take it over. I really do. Stay strong, live long. Amen. There you go. Not if they throw in the towel and join the MAGA. How can you lose unless you're corrupt? Amen. MAGA all the way. Stay strong. No more rhinos. Look at it. I mean, look at what people are saying. GOP has no choice but to cave. Drain the swamp. GOP gone. MAGA first. I'm not going to worry any more future elections, says Lulu Red. Good job, Lulu. That's the way to go. You only worry about today. Screw the GOP. Take over MAGA. MAGA make a stand. Yep, yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you guys can see this. I know it's moving fast. I do. But I, but I want you all on Roku and Firestick to see what the LFA family, the based LFA family right here on Rumble, our home, what they're saying. They're saying take over, even knowing the risks. Even knowing the risks, do you want to know why? Because in the end, we are not going to risk, even McCarthy, McChina, none of them are going to risk giving up all of it. They're not going to risk it. They'll do the same thing they did in 2016. They will bend the knee and they will cave, okay? They're not going to risk it for a biscuit, ladies and gentlemen. It's not going to happen. So I believe that it is time to stay strong. We are never going to get a chance like this ever again, okay? At the most, we might see Tea Party-sized movements. MAGA, very different. MAGA, very different. It is time for the GNP. And as soon as we get rid of these rhinos, we will call it the GNP. It'll be no more GOP. How many of you agree? I know I saw all of you, so many of you agreeing with that. But let me get into the actual story so that you can read What the Hill is saying about this, the rising animosity between pro-Trump and anti-Trump forces is creating the prospect of something no Republican wants, or at least they say. And I also know that they think Democrats are having a field day with this. Oh, they're not, because they're doing whatever they can to stop MAGA too, because they know MAGA is so big, it'll engulf everything. A GOP civil war that could split the party into and leave the path clear for Democrats to win big in 2024. Unless what, ladies and gentlemen, unless there was a candidate out there who was willing to run third party who was so big, so sticky to voters. That means that their followers will go wherever they go. And if a third party independent comes along and is so big that they can prevent anybody from getting to 270. 
And then, ladies and gentlemen, there are more, more pro-Trump candidates, uh, excuse me, pro-Trump elected officials in the House of Representatives than there are anti-Trump uh, con- congressmen and women. So if you don't get 270, guess what happens? It goes to the House of Representatives. The Senate gets no say-so. The vice president gets no say-so. The current president gets no say-so. The only people that get to say who the next president is going to be is the House of Representatives. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. So you're either going to cave to MAGA or what? There is no or what. You will cave. We'll just call it like that. There is a 99.9% chance that they will cave because if they don't cave, we just run third party and we screw the whole thing up anyway and nobody gets 270. Guess what? We want to be toxic. If nobody win, if you don't, if we don't win, nobody wins. How about that? There are so many ways that we can take this government finally, finally over and give it back to the people. There are so many ways, but you got to be bold and you've got to be strong. Do you understand what I'm saying? But the GOP, they're, they're, oh, no, we can't let this happen. We can't let this split and this divide happen. Please, Mr. Trump, don't just shut your mouths. It's over for you. It is over for you. Like the Sopranos, just get used to it. It's over. I, for one, am all about taking a stand. No longer giving any power to these rhino scumbags. That includes Kevin McCarthy. That includes Mitch McConnell. That includes um, Steve Scalise. That includes all of them. Every one of them. Mitt Romney. Dan Crenshaw. All these, these scumbags. No. That's exactly what they are. Scumbags, dirtbags, whatever you want to call them. Politically, this is the name that they that we should label them. Politically, maybe not as human beings. We don't have to call them a a scumbag in their everyday human lives. They're probably not. But as far as politics go and as far as their integrity goes, scumbags. Do you actually believe that Trump would run as a third party candidate? No, I don't know if he would or if he wouldn't. All I'm saying is if anybody could and prevent the other candidates from getting 270 electoral college votes, then it goes to the House of Representatives. Think about it, folks. All he has to do is win a handful of states and he gets those electoral college count votes. And all of a sudden, nobody gets 270. Now, every one of them will have more than him because you have the two established candidates and you have the big establishment behind them, the DNC, the RNC. But when it comes down to it, Trump would take enough states to where he would prevent them from getting 270 electoral college votes, which is what you need to be the president. And if nobody gets it, then it automatically goes on the House floor for a vote. Guess who wins? Whoever they vote for. That's who gets to be the president. So I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to cave or else it's time to go Big Bang MAGA. Okay? We've talked about Ultra MAGA. We've talked about Dark MAGA. We've talked about Nuclear MAGA. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we are Big Bang MAGA. That's what it is. It is all or bust. It is get the power back to the people or bust. That's where we are. And that's what I agree. That's what I believe that we need to do. Now, Mitch McChina, he wants to control the outcome of elections. And you don't have to believe me. I'm going to play a video for you right now where Mitch McChina, the, the chinless wonder, all he wants for Christmas is a bottom chin, ladies and gentlemen. The chinless wonder is going to tell you right here that MAGA candidates cannot be in the race in 2024, that they've got to do everything they can do to control the situation, to have better candidates in 2024. And that means no MAGA. All you have to do is listen to the words of the chinless wonder himself. Mitch, take it away. Looking at each race separately, I wasn't making that up. We had a bunch of close races. We ended up having a candidate quality time. Anybody remember who mentioned that back in August? Look at Arizona. Look at New Hampshire. And a challenging situation in Georgia as well. We did, by we, I mean the Senate Leadership Fund, did intervene in two primaries, in Alabama and in Missouri. And I do think we had an opportunity to relearn one more time you have to have quality candidates to win competitive Senate races. We went through this in 2010, 2012, Christine O'Donnell, Sharon Angle, Todd Aiken, Richard Murdoch, and unfortunately revisited that situation in uh, 2022. Our ability to control the 
primary outcome was quite limited in 22 because of the support of the former president proved to be very decisive in these primaries. So my view All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to pull that back. I want to pull that back. I want to pull it back. I want you to hear what Mitch McChina says. Our ability to control the outcome of the 2022 midterm elections was limited because of the role that the former president played in picking candidates that are no good. This is his words. You have to listen to words, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes, just sometimes, they tell you the entire plan. Listen to what this loser says again. Our ability to control the primary outcome was quite limited in 22 because of the support of the former president proved to be very decisive in these primaries. So my view was, do the best you can with the cards you're dealt. Uh, Hopefully in the next uh, cycle, we'll have quality candidates everywhere and a better outcome. Yeah, we'll have quality candidates everywhere and a better outcome. Our ability to control the midterm election outcome. There you go. There you go. So it wasn't Donald Trump's fault that these candidates did not win. It was the GOP's fault that these candidates did not win because they spent all the money on MAGA opponents or against... um, in some cases, for Democrats, just like Democrats are spending money to, for, for MAGA candidates to run because they think they can beat them better. Do you want to know why? Because they're in cahoots with the GOP behind closed doors. And the GOP is also pulling their funding from MAGA candidates. You get the, you get the game now? Democrats are literally donating real money, well, printed money, right? They're donating to MAGA candidates. And why are they doing that? They're doing it, A, to make them look bad. It's like a two birds with one stone scenario. A, to make them look bad that they're getting money from Democrats, but B, also to prop them up so that they become the candidate in the primary so that then the GOP can come in and, and, and basically clean up, hit the whole thing, and, and, and pull all the money from that said candidate so that said candidate is, is bound to lose with no support and no money at all. And meanwhile, the GOP still wants to raise money in Trump's name. It is an absolute Adam Schiff show, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Schiff show. If you have not liked the video yet, please do so. Please share the video. I would appreciate it. You're not going to get hard-hitting stuff like this outside of LFA TV. Not this raw, not this real, not this truthful, not this unafraid to say things that need to be said, as Mike Crispy would say. Check out Unafraid Every Day here at noon. Shameless plug. But I appreciate all that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to move on from this because you must know that it's, it's either going to be the GOP, business as usual, status quo, moving forward, or it's going to be MAGA, GNP, Grand New Party. We are the ones that get to choose. Not even the uh, establishment GOP voters. We are the largest. We are the majority. So it really just comes down to, are we going to cave or are we not? Because I can guarantee you, we've seen this story play out before. These guys will cave. They will fold like lawn chairs, ladies and gentlemen. And then it won't matter if Mitch McChina doesn't have a chin or not. Because his face will be firmly planted in his crotch. Folding like a lawn chair. Moving on. What can we expect from the Shamuary 6th Committee in their final report as they will be disbanded? After January, because they will not be funded by a Republican House any longer. So what can we expect? What do we have to look forward to in this report from the Shamuary 6th Committee? And we already know they're going to have criminal referrals. Let's just say that right now, okay? Let me get you ahead of the curve. When this January Shamuary 6th Committee report comes out, they are going to have criminal referrals. Guaranteed. And then Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, who we have right here in the studio with us, he will make the decision on whether or not to um, move forward with those criminal referrals, okay? But know that you will see criminal referrals. They did not do all of this for nothing. They did not do all this for nothing, okay? The Shamuary 6th summary focuses on President Trump, um, and this is coming from Politico, based on information from sources briefed 
on the contents. Ooh. The House Democrat-led Shamuary 6 Committee is planning to release its final report, report on the unrest that took place at the U.S. Capitol following the 2020 election. Sources spoke to Politico about the chapter list that will be in the report, which will be re- uh, released before Republicans take control of the U.S. House of Representatives in early January. The committee members are expected to formally approve the report at a December 21st public meeting of the panel described by Chair Benny Thompson. Lawmakers will be able to propose final edits before the draft is expected to be sent to the government publishing office for printing later this week. The final report, according to those briefed on it, will have eight chapters that align closely with the evidence the panel unveiled, yeah, right, during its public hearings in June and July, in which nobody was allowed to refute or rebut anything. It was shut up, you're guilty, or you're going to jail, period, all right? Here's the points. Trump's pressure on state governments or legislatures to overturn victories, <laughs> victories, the guy can't even spell it or say it, by Joe Biden. Trump campaign efforts to send pro-Trump electors to Washington from states won by Biden has nothing to do with Trump. Trump's push to deploy the Justice Department in service of his election scheme. The pressure campaign by Trump and his lawyers against then-Vice President Mike Pence. Trump's effort to summon supporters to Washington, who later fueled the January 6th mob. The 187 minutes during which Trump refused to tell rioters to leave the Capitol. And an analysis of the attack on the Capitol. Mississippi Democrat Representative Benny Thompson, who literally needs hooked on phonics, the chairman of the committee, told reporters last week that the panel has not yet narrowed down the individuals who may be referred to the DOJ. When a reporter asked Thompson if he believed any witnesses perjured themselves when they testified before the committee, he said, that's part of the discussion. The committee's probe is nearing its end before Republicans take control of the United States House of Representatives in January. How many of you, what do you want to bet, I should say, that there will be a criminal referral? Now, we all know this won't go anywhere. It's based in BS, but I believe there will be a criminal referral. They did not do all of this for nothing. They would put a criminal referral out on anybody. You don't have to even done any, have to have done anything wrong. So, you know, we'll be looking and uh, we'll be waiting for it. But I, I, I rest assured, Trump is waiting for it and he's already on top of it. If Trump was 132 years old, I'd still vote for him over anything on the left, says Melissa Steffi. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that, w- would ha- that happened out of a uh, stolen election and, and a coup that was committed by the left and the NWO to remove Trump, and they had to usher in COVID. And not only did we lose a president that was actually you know, giving power back to the people and literally empowering every American individual in a republic, not a democracy, they ushered in COVID to do that, which had its own side effects, which destroyed lives, destroyed businesses, destroyed people's emotions, their way of life, children, their ability to learn and socialize, and so much more. It literally crumbled any, any country that it took a hold of. Now, not because the disease was that bad, but because the bureaucrats are that bad. So they then passed trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of debt on your grandkids just so they could bail out blue states, blue cities, and basically enrich themselves. Well, in that, they passed the CARES Act. And in that CARES Act is money for every single business, every single school, every single 501c3, and every single uh, church or whatever that was affected by this. So whether you kept W-2 employees or whether you were forced to shut down and had no choice but to keep them, all you have to do is get a hold of covidtaxrelief.org. Okay, these guys are great. We're actually going to bring them on the show next week again because there's a lot of questions from people that I want them to answer for you. Okay, a lot of uh, very important questions that you guys have had, but so many have already done the process. You can get up to $26,000 per employee and you don't even have to own a business or anything. I'm sure you know people who do. I'm sure you know people who run churches, who run 501c3s, who had W-2 employees. Just give this... uh, this information to them, set themselves up the best way they can and get some of that money back that has been breaking the backs of our grandchildren or will, I should say, 
in the future. COVIDtaxrelief.org. Now, moving on. Twitter has disbanded or disbands, has disbanded. I don't know what the, uh, what is the, the, the past tense for that. Twitter disbands its independent trust and safety advisory group. Why? Well, because its independent trust and safety advisory group was riddled with porn addicts and pedophiles, just like CNN, riddled with porn addicts and pedophiles. Please rumble this video if you haven't, by the way. And take the link and share it to your Telegram, your Gabs, your True Socials, your Facebooks if you still have them. Maybe you have a new Twitter account, your Getters. Share the link out to everybody, okay? Because you're never going to get truth like you get here on LFA TV. Not this form of it, anyways, okay? Anywhere else. Um, Well, maybe Stu Peters. Stu Peters is pretty good at it. Uh, But Twitter disbands the Independent Trust and Safety Advisory Group because of the fact that they violated human rights, they violated freedom of speech, they violated privacy issues, they helped usher in sex trafficking and human trafficking. I believe that they were probably one of the biggest, one of the biggest social media platforms that helped America become now the number one human and sex trafficking country in the world. In the world. American Patriot says DeSantis is our path forward. You're right in 2028. So right. You are so right in 2028. So let's get into this real quick, ladies and gentlemen, because this is, you know, this is Elon Musk continuing to do what he said he was going to do. Okay, since he took over Twitter in late October, he has done nothing but good. And you want to know something else, ladies and gentlemen, one big problem that Elon Musk has against the woke community is that his child actually succumbed and was a victim of this woke ideology and became a transgender by trend and now completely disowns their father. And this is a personal grudge that Elon has against the woke community, just so you know. Just so you know that there is personal reasons why Elon Musk wants to expose all of this crap. Personal reasons, okay? Twitter has dissolved its Trust and Safety Council, an advisory group of about 100 independent organizations, 100 independent organizations, and formed six years ago to address suicide, child exploitation, and other content-related issues on the social media platform. But guess what it did? The exact opposite. So what kind of advisory group was it really? What kind of a board was it really when it did the exact opposite? And instead of finding out and finding and flushing out the pedophilia, finding and flushing out the child exploitation, finding and flushing out the things that kind of, uh, you know, led to people's suicides and and them calling out for it, but nobody helping them. They were supposed to be doing that. Instead, they did the other thing. They fueled it all. They fueled the the, the talk that uh, led people to suicide. They fueled the um, sexual and child exploitation. They fueled the porn industry. They fueled it all. So they did the exact opposite as they've been paying millions and millions of dollars for every year to do. No wonder that Elon Musk said it's time to go. No wonder. Twitter informed the group via email shortly before scheduled meeting Monday, uh, Monday evening, that it was disbanding all of them. Twitter told the group it was reevaluating how best to bring external insights. But the council is not the best structure to do this. Quote, our work to make Twitter a safe, informative place will be moving faster and more aggressively than ever before. And we will continue to welcome your ideas going forward on how to achieve this goal. However, you're fired. You're fired. Okay. You're fired. Get your stuff and get out. And again, it's another, it's another piece of proof that Elon is doing exactly what he said he was going to do. And again, all I'm doing is looking at the man for what he's doing. I'm not looking at him as a Christian because he's not. I'm not looking at him as the savior of the world. What I'm doing is looking at Elon Musk and saying, wow, this man spent $44 billion to get out everything that we've been saying for the last three years. I see people say, I don't trust Elon. Okay, what are we trusting in him that he hasn't done? We didn't trust that he would get this stuff out. He is, so we're pointing it out. We're not saying trust him. We're just saying, wow, look at what he did. Now look what he might do. We don't have faith and trust in him. We're saying, wow, he's doing what he said he was going to do. So... Moon says Elon is the biggest sex player in the USA. Who knows? Maybe he is. All I know is he's getting out all of the information that you and I have been trying to get out for the last two years, three years, four years, six years, right? On censorship and everything that they've been trying to do, that Alex Jones has been trying to get out for 20 years. 
Well, he's got a lot of it right there within Twitter archives and within all the Twitter da- uh, databases. So all we can do is say, wow, thank you for spending $44 billion to validate everything that we've been saying. Right? American Patriot says, hit the bricks. Your service is no longer needed. Amen. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, a former spy, okay, a former spy who works for the United States government is now on the record, and get this, this is going to blow your mind, is now on the record for saying the following. Joe Biden is a controlled asset of the Chinese Communist Party. And his actions prove and validate this claim. Wow. Isn't that something else? Something else that we've been saying for the last two or three years. Joe Biden is a compromised control puppet of the CCP. And now we have an American spy who's worked for the government for decades who says, I'm telling you, all you have to do is look at the actions and I'm telling you that this man is a controlled asset of the CCP. Wow. Absolutely wow. Breathtaking. Let's get into it. Again, let me say the headline. Former spy says Biden is a controlled asset of the CCP, and we're going to break down his actions that actually validate that. Okay? Back in 2020, it was asked who would be leading the country if Joe Biden became president. The options were China, Soros, Obama, or all of the above. And China has Biden right where they want him, ladies and gentlemen. Here are some stories that were reported back in, uh, actually since July of 2022 until now, where the Biden gang has been bending over backwards for China. And that's just in this last six months, let alone everything else before this. Okay, let's break down the bullet points here. Senator Rex, Rick Scott demanded information on Biden giving intellectual property to China. Whistleblowers say that the FBI has all kinds of evidence of Hunter Biden's criminal conduct related to who? China. All right. Biden allows the EU to dictate U.S. collection methods with China. This is all since July of this year. Biden's green group has ties to China. Biden cancels Trump's program to prevent Chinese spying. Hunter was caught trying to sell U.S. natural gas and oil to China, okay? Biden enlists China's TikTok to assist in U.S. election activities. China's involved in Biden's camp for illegal aliens. And Biden sold millions of barrels of oil to a Chinese company connected with who? Hunter Biden, okay? And that's just since July, ladies and gentlemen. Would the actions of Donald Trump, if he were to have done, if, if he was involved in those bullet points that I just read, would not the actions of Donald Trump constitute a 24-7, 365-day-a-year smear campaign on how, well, look at all the things that you're doing with China, let alone just a phone call, a perfect phone call. Okay, his actions would actually have had him executed at this point. Executed at this point. Gordon Chang said, that we may never know if China has blackmail material on Biden. However, former spy Sam Faddis is more direct and says Biden is definitely controlled asset of the CCP. A patriotic former U.S. spy named Sam Faddis, and that is F-A-D-D-I-S, Sam Faddis, who recruited and ran foreign agents for America for many years, is convinced that as a result of this collective betrayal of public trust, we elected as president a controlled asset of the Chinese intelligence party. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to play an audio clip for you here of that right now. This is Frank Afney with the Secure Freedom Minute. Just before the 2020 election, 51 former intelligence officials falsely claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop was a Russian disinformation operation. Thanks to Elon Musk, we now know that Twitter colluded. With Joe Biden's campaign, the Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and the FBI to prevent American voters from learning the truth, namely that the Democrats' presidential nominee and his family had knowingly taken millions of dollars from Chinese intelligence officers. A patriotic former U.S. spy named Sam Fattis, who recruited and ran 
foreign agents for America for many years, is convinced that as a result of this collective betrayal of the public trust, we elected as president a, quote, controlled asset, unquote, of Chinese intelligence. The new House of Representatives must make exposing and evaluating the potentially catastrophic national security repercussions of such a dangerous penetration and taking corrective action its first order of business. This is from Kevin. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. So, now you know why Mitt Romney, Mom Jean's Mitt Romney, is calling for the, as soon as possible, the end of all Hunter Biden laptop investigations. Well, his son is involved in all of this stuff as well. Mom Jean's Mitt Romney and his family, they're involved with all of this. The Bushes, the McCains, the Clintons, the McCarthys, the McChina. Mitch McChina's wife is the daughter of a CCP-owned asset who runs a shipping company for the CCP. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all China. China, China, China. And they worked incredibly hard with Tony the Ratface Fauci to create and release COVID-19 on the world. And you're seeing the biggest results of the control that COVID-19 has over the, uh, over the, uh, the public. Look at China right now. Look at Shanghai right now. Look at what's going on there. Drones literally flying around the, um, flying around the city with uh, horns on them telling people to get inside or else basically you're going to get shot. That's what's going on. I mean, that in a nutshell is what's going on. Don't worry about Russia. Don't worry about Russia. Russia will, will side with the Chinese and they will create the new dollar of the world. That's what they're working on. But you're not to worry about Russia. You are to worry about China. China's the bad guy, ladies and gentlemen. Always has been. Always has been. Now, I want to move on from that because I've got a lot to go through here. I want to bring it back home. I want to get into a congressional hearing um, where, an, where the trans activist gets absolutely owned, owned by Republicans. But before that, let's go to, uh, let's go to the Rumble chat here. When are they going to pay, says Cocolo. Kitten says, is Chelsea Clinton married to a Soros nephew? Fauci is, well, Lacey, you said it. It was on a video on Telegram about a year ago, says Bushy, uh, going to walk the dog, but will be listening, says Cindy Lou Who. Thank you for, for staying tuned. Uh, Cindy, thank you so very much. Lock them all up, says Brown Sugar. Um, exactly, says Cindy. China have their tentacles all over the world, says Joey Poop Pants. That's right. That's right, Joey. You are 100% right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've not done so yet, please like this video if you can. It's called Rumbling the Video. And let's share it. Let's try to get, uh, let's try to get about 4,000 people in here. Let's get to this video real quick because this video is going to be incredible for you. You're going to love this. Um, this video here is going to be a, a trans activist getting absolutely owned by Representative Nancy Mace and Representative Byron Donalds in a congressional hearing. Now, this congressional hearing was all about um, basically limiting free speech on social media again because free speech, right, is allowing people to be hurt and allowing people to be killed and anything that somebody says online should be held against them. Well, Nancy Mace and Byron Donalds did exactly what I would do or any other great American would do, and they flipped it around on, them, on their heads and showed these trans activists just incredibly how hypocritical they really are. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Is rhetoric on social media a problem and a threat to our democracy, Mr. Ward? Yes, absolutely. Mr. Siegel? Yes. Ms. Caraballo? Yes. Ms. Nomani? Yes. Ms. Tyler? Yes. Yes. Um, Another question I have, uh, do you believe that rhetoric targeting officials with violence for carrying out their constitutional duties um, is a threat to democracy, Mr. Ward? Mr. Siegel? Yes. 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 All right. Thank you very much. Only a few weeks after the attempted attack on a Supreme Court justice on June 25th, one of the witnesses, Alejandra Caraballo, tweeted out the following in response to a decision on abortion overturning Roe v. Wade. And I'll quote directly from the tweet. The six justices who overturned Roe should never know peace again. It is our civic duty to accost them every time they're in public. They are pariahs. Since women don't have their rights, these justices should never have a peaceful moment in public again. I know something about being accosted the night of January 5th. 
I was physically accosted on the streets of DC in Navy Yard by a constituent of mine. I fervently blamed rhetoric, rhetoric on social media, rhetoric at public events, for being physically accosted. I carry a gun everywhere I go when I am in my district and I'm at home because I know personally that rhetoric has consequences. I've had my car keyed. I've had my house spray painted. I had someone trespass in my house as recently as August. I've been doxxed on social media about where I live. Um, and I've had to add to security everywhere I go, often because I can't afford it. I have to carry my own firearm wherever I go. And um, Alejandra Caraballo also recently tweeted on November 19th, not even a month ago, that the Supreme Court, vested with the judicial power of the United States by our Constitution, stated they are not a legitimate court issuing decisions. And also the Supreme Court is an organ of the far right. So my last question today of Ms. Caraballo, do you stand by these comments, this kind of rhetoric on social media, and do you believe it's a threat to democracy? Thank you, Representative, for the opportunity to clarify and provide context to my tweets. <clears throat> um, I have a question, is it yes or no? Do you believe your rhetoric is a threat to democracy when you're calling to accost a branch of government, the Supreme Court? I don't believe that's a correct uh, characterization of my tweeted, statements. Though. Did you not tweet that? That you thought that the Supreme Court justices should be accosted? Did what I'm saying is that that, yes that no? is not an accurate characterization of my statements. On June 8th of this year, a man was arrested near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland. He told law enforcement officers he wanted to kill a Supreme Court justice. He was found um, uh, with uh, a knife, with a pistol, two magazines, ammunition, pepper spray, zip ties, a hammer, crowbar, and duct tape. Ms. Carabayo, on page 12 and 13 of your written testimony, you painted concerned parents as having been infiltrated by white nationalists and far-right militia groups, which played a significant role in school board protests. This has, not, this has not actually been my experience with concerned parents. In your testimony, you wrote that in Loudoun County, Virginia, unfounded rumors that spread in local parent groups on Facebook about an alleged trans student sexually assaulting a girl in a bathroom led to a firestorm of, of several heated school board protests that descended into violence. But in fact, the perpetrator, it actually turned out, had committed two sexual assaults at two different Loudoun County schools in 2021 and was arrested on October 7th, 2021 by the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office. These weren't unfounded rumors, as you suggest. It actually turns out law enforcement had to act because a sexual assault occurred. So given this, I'm assuming that until now you were unaware of, of what happened here, and you're gonna update your testimony for the committee. Is that correct? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I can't, uh, I, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean that. Well, did you tweet it? Well, you know, I, did you tweet it? Did you tweet it? It's funny that you can say that rhetoric online leads to hate, but yet you're saying accost them at every turn, and all of a sudden somebody shows up to kill a Supreme Court justice. Or what about Loudoun County? Let's go to Loudoun County real quick. Did you guys know that former Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler was just um, indicted, ladies and gentlemen, was just indicted for his role, or <laughs> lack of a role, I should say, in handling the sexual assault cases within the school district? I wonder if she knew that. I bet she didn't know that. No, because these people get to tweet and say whatever they want. I wonder, um, I mean, look at CNN. CNN producers pleading guilty of ch uh, child sex charges. The same CNN producer that worked for Chris Cuomo, who's also not at CNN because of sexual allegations. Do you not understand that if you make sex your entire identity, sooner or later you are doomed to fail? Sooner or, sooner or later, bad things are going to happen to you when you make sex the center of life, when you idolize sex over God, when you literally, everything about you, 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 you box yourself in to that everything about you is defined by your sex, your sexual preference, what kind of sex you like to have, where you like to have it, what position you like to have it in, with whom you like to have it with. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And anybody that makes that the center point of their life, and lets that identify who they are, who they were created to be, you're dooming yourself to fail. Period. Point blank. That's it. 
Period, point blank, that is it. You are setting yourself up to fail. Now, please take a drink of your coffee. Hopefully it's Rise Up Coffee, right? That's a patriotic coffee. And let's talk about a patriotic brand, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about 4Patriots. 4Patriots.com is where you're going to go for your one-stop shop of all the I'm glad that I have and don't need rather than need and don't have. Right? You can get three months supplies of food. You can get six months supply of food. You can get all of the solar-powered um, instruments that you need, solar-powered flashlights, solar-powered little battery cells to where you can charge your, your, your phone or anything else that you might need for a small charge. They've got uh, medium-sized chargers where you can use when you go camping. You can literally charge everything you need to, or you get this big old Patriot power generator, all solar-powered, so you don't need to rely on gas. You don't really need to rely on electricity or anything like that. The sun comes up, boom, you've got energy. And why not have these things in time of need? But there's so many other things, survival food, waters, uh, different gear. You can have bug-out bags, everything on 4Patriots.com. The best, one of the best, I should say, things to get somebody for Christmas. 4Patriots.com slash LFA, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Um, Go Jeremy, question mark. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Love seeing the left be called out for showing that they are everything. Preach it, Jeremy. Yes, yes, yes. On point with the rant. Save America. God bless you. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Lawmakers have introduced a bill. We're kind of going to do a quick round robin here. Lawmakers have introduced a bill that will ban TikTok in the United States of America, or especially at least when it comes to government officials using them first. And then, of course, they'll move further on after that. I think that's a great idea. A bipartisan group of lawmakers have introduced legislation that would prohibit the use of Chinese-based owner ByteDance's TikTok social media platform in the U.S., the um, the averting the national threat of internet surveillance, oppressive censorship and influence and algorithmic learning by the Chinese Communist Party Act, also referred to as the Anti-Social CCP Act, would protect Americans against using Russian or Chinese-based social media companies by blocking and prohibiting all transactions from those ventures. Ladies and gentlemen, if we succeed in getting rid of TikTok as well, and they don't have um, Twitter anymore, and Facebook is dying out, what do they have? What are they going to use as a propaganda arm outside of ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Newsmax, and the rest? Who are they going to use? Who are they going to use? We will literally have the upper hand for everything, not just elections. So that'll be big. We'll keep you up on that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, will the Supreme Court of the United States of America take up and hear Brunson versus Alma Adams? If they do, we could see an overturning of the 2020 election based on that ruling alone. And if the SCOTUS actually rules per the Constitution on this and they don't flake out, that's exactly what we're going to have. Again, if you don't know the case, it is Brunson. They are four brothers, the Brunson brothers, who are suing Biden, Harris, and Mike Pence and 385 members of Congress for refusing to investigate whether enemies of the Constitution rigged the 2020 election. And it's made its way all the way to the Supreme Court. All they've got to do is take it up and hear it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That's it. All they got to do is take it up and hear it. Will they take it? We don't know. We're going to find out real soon when sworn into office, U.S. lawmakers take an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And according to the complaint, Brunson versus Alma, docket number 22-380, the defendants, Biden, Harris, Mike Pence, and members of 385 members of Congress broke their oath of office by voting against the proposition made by members of Congress to investigate the claims that would determine whether enemies of the Constitution successfully rigged the election. The plaintiffs are requesting possible removing of a sitting president and vice president of the United States, along with members of the United States Congress, while deeming them unfit for ever holding office in federal or state or county or local governments found within the United States of America ever again. Folks, you are going to definitely need to pray on this one. This is one like Roe v. Wade. You're going to need to pray on this, and you're going to need to pray hard. Will they hear it or will they not? Let's first pray that they hear it. Let's then pray that they rule on it according to the Constitution. So we'll keep you updated on that, and we're going to end out with a great video from Ron DeSantis, ladies and gentlemen, as Ron DeSantis 
is now calling on a grand jury to fully investigate the COVID vaccine-related injuries. And if anything would ever help Ron DeSantis in a presidential run, whether it's now or later, this would be a big one, folks. I'm not saying, I'm not do, I'm not talking about the, the rift between him and Trump, but I'm just saying this is a big fight for Ron DeSantis, and this is what every governor should do, and I do applaud him for this. Ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Partisanship. I mean, I'll never forget that after hectoring people in April of 2020, uh, you can't leave your house. They were all upset at Florida because people were on the beach and playing golf and all this stuff. Uh, that if you left your house, you were almost like a bad person until you started to have George Floyd protests. And you had massive numbers of people that are meeting to protest. And these public health people wrote a letter were like hundreds, maybe thousands of them signed saying, yes, we don't think you should be leaving your house normally, but we endorsed the protests and basically said that it was important that people went out even in big groups and protested. And then they said in the letter that does not mean they support protests for other things like people that wanted to protest lockdowns. And so if that just didn't take the mask off and just just show, you know, that this is all just a huge political farce, I don't know what is. But the reality is, even this in May of June of 2020, uh, I think you've continued to see people uh, in these bureaucracies and in this establishment behave in ways uh, that have totally squandered any type of confidence or goodwill that people would have. And our CDC at this point Anything they put out, you just assume at this point uh, that it's not worth the paper that it's printed on. And so it's not serving a useful function. It's really serving to advance narratives rather than do evidence-based medicine. And so in Florida, the Surgeon General actually has the ability uh, to convene uh, panels of experts to do uh, various things. And so we thought it was important, particularly me talking with other governors, to say, okay, because CDC will say these things and then people will think, well, because they're saying it, then we have to do it. And maybe not quite as much anymore because people have lost confidence, but you still see it. We had to fight it with the masking in the schools because the, the, the school districts were citing CDC as the reason why they wanted to do it. We had to come and overrule that. Uh, but it was difficult because they were being put as an authority and some people were, were doing that. All right, so, so ladies and gentlemen, governor- long story short, big shout out to Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, as always. He's right on point with everything. He's doing a great job there for Floridians. They are so lucky to have a Governor Ron DeSantis. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to give Governor Ron DeSantis the Smarty Award of the day. Let's go ahead. DeSantis, you get the Smarty Award of the day, going after the pharmaceutical companies, going after the vaccine makers, going after the bureaucrats that lied. This is what every governor needs to do. I hope and pray that they will follow his lead on this. Ladies and gentlemen, we almost have 1,300 rumbles. I would really appreciate it if on your way out, you rumble this video like it's going out of style. And also, while you're getting ready, we have just a few days left, ladies and gentlemen, to order everything you're going to order, whether it be from the American Strong page, whether it be from jeremyherald.com, whether it be from mypillow.com slash LFA. Look at this, close out an overstock sale. Save up to 80% using promo code LFA. Look at this, folks. Body pillows. Me and my wife just got two of these. $39.99 for a body pillow, normally $117. This is your this is the Christmas shopping you want to get. Um, right here. The MyPillow uh duvet cover. Check that out. $41. Okay. We just got the robes too. The robes aren't on here. I don't see them. But the robes are made out of the same stuff that your bath towels. The MyPillow towels are made out of. So many overstock lists that I want you guys to take advantage of. Get it at a big time discount. Go to MyPillow.com slash LFA or just use promo code LFA anywhere else um, on the site and you'll you'll be able to uh, to have that savings. Also, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to JeremyHerald.com, we've got the Rise Up Coffee. We've got the Armor of God Fleece Blankets. We've got the Armor of God um, Palm Palm Winter Hat. All right, we've got the Big Bang MAGA shirts. If you order by the 19th, you will get it by Christmas, okay? Folks, that's going to do it for tonight. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, 
There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all. Thank you for watching. Please do the same thing you did last night. When you leave this video, just go right back to the homepage and go to each and everybody's video today and just give them a quick rumble. We continue to take over the rumble leaderboard. LFA TV to the moon. I love you all. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep, whatever you do, spreading that gospel. See you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for Rise Up God. I love you. Peace.